0: Welcome to the weekly a podcast brought to you by Calvary Bible Church with your host Pasta Jay is in the house today on the Erie campus. It's a great Tuesday of September even though the smoke is crazy my friends. Hope your allergies are holding on like mine are. Hey we got a great show for you today. We're gonna be Hanging out with a good friend of mine, Steph Gerthy. She's in the house. How's it going, Steph?
1: It's going great, Jay. Good to be here.
0: So good to have you in the booth, finally.
1: I know. I'm so excited. You've
0: declined so many of my meeting requests <laughs> for podcasts. Very,
1: I've been very busy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no one tells me no this much. It gets well, away with it. Here I am. Here, here I am. you are. Hey, we got a great show for you today. We're going to deep dive into Steph's story. Also, talk about Calvary Online, which is the new fourth campus here at Calvary. Ooh. It's actually the old new campus.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. It's the cool new campus. It's
0: the cool new campus. And hey, if you've never learned out about Calvary Online, you should go check out CalvaryBible.com. Mm-hmm. Click on the online page, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And also, we're going to talk about our reflections in the book of Hebrews as we get ready for a long journey this fall into Hebrews. Calvary, so good to be with you. Like always, you can write us at the weekly at CalvaryBible.com. Also, here is your weekly announcements. Okay, friends, you need to go to calvarybible.com. There's something new there this week, and that is four buttons that get you to your campus-specific news and updates. How cool is that, stuff?
1: So cool. One of the most exciting things that's happened on our website maybe ever.
0: Yeah, so you go to there and click on Boulder, Erie, Thornton, or online. Find out what's happening at your campus. You don't want to keep pace of what's happening this fall because there's a lot of great things going on at calvary no matter where you're at in calvary right that's right okay we have starting point coming up this week Woohoo! starting point's a great place for you to start like it says your journey here at calvary meet the staff we get to meet you slow conversations over lunch uh friendships are developed we take care of all the details you need to go to calvarybobcom slash starting point sign up for The next starting point, which happens this Sunday, we love to have you there. Also, comms team in the front office are going to love me for this next announcement. Guess what? You need to go to calvarybible.com slash church center. It's our new Calvary app. Get your online giving switched over so we don't double dip for Belgium (laughs) (laughs) 1. The new planning center. That's a good call. Actually, no, Lisa Gaskins is in charge of that, so don't worry. Um, so if you sign up for church center and click on online giving and a recurring gift, she's going to shut down your old fellowship one gift. Hopefully
1: <laughs> she is. I, I practiced. It worked great.
0: Great. Great. And, uh, go there and check out groups, a bunch of things, prayer requests. It's going to be a really cool app for us here at Calvary. So you want to go to calvarybible.com slash church center or download the app church center today. Um, it gives you a step-by-step super easy, mm-hmm. super. There's even a video for Jay. Yeah.
1: Exactly. The videos are great. Church Center is going to be an excellent tool for us. The earlier you can get on there and learn your way around it, the better.
0: So go to calvarybible.com slash church center. Also, you, you can just go to the main page and find your way there. But it's going to be really cool. So do it soon, peeps. Do it soon.
1: Do it soon. Be part of the cool crowd who does not know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, Steph, I'm so glad you're here. What'd you do on your Labor Day weekend?
1: Oh, it was super fun. We had a good weekend. Our family got together. I have three siblings who live here. My parents live here in town. We got together. Family dinner, nieces and nephews, dogs everywhere. (laughs) It's a great time. Wait, you're
0: allowed to bring dogs, pets over to your family dinners? Oh,
1: yeah. My parents have uh, the, the place we gather. They have two dogs. My sister has two dogs. My brother has a dog. And I have a dog. Wow. And they all come. And it's very loud and very obnoxious. And it's very much much like childhood
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. hilarious.
1: Super fun. Yeah. It was really
0: fun. Yeah. It's really cool. We cannot bring our pets in our house. Huh? It's family. What? Yeah. It's just one of those rules that's always been there.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Our pets are like, <laughs> they're, they're another sibling. They're another niece or nephew.
0: <laughs> I'm highly allergic to animals, so uh, I'm thankful for this rule.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a good yeah. rule. Although, all of us have hypoallergenic dogs, so maybe you would be okay.
0: I guarantee you, I hung out with your family for 15 <laughs> minutes. My eyes would water and I start sneezing, no matter what.
1: Let's practice this. I'll bring my dog <laughs> next time we podcast and we'll see how you do.
0: Okay, that'll be fun. I, I'll like. I would like to see. I mean, okay. this no no cheating allowed where you give them a bath right before you Okay, come
1: okay. I either. won't cheat, I promise. Let me make yeah. sure she looks a little dirty. She's white, so you'll be able to tell.
0: Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really fun. Yeah. What's your dog's name?
1: Her name is Joy. She's Ooh. nine and a half. She's a Bichon, and she is wonderful. I love her. She's a great dog.
0: So are you a really... Good dog owner and walker every day.
1: Yes, I do. Which she does not love. She would rather lay down always. Um, but walking is important. It's it it actually helps her remember who's in charge. Yeah. Which she needs daily reminders (laughs) of. Um but yeah, it's super fun. I love the walks around my neighborhood, so that's
0: great. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, just knowing you, I bet your dog Joy has the best life possible. Well, thank you. <laughs> Spoiled uh, life possible. A mm,
1: little bit. <laughs> yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm uh, just guaranteeing that. Yeah.
1: She does sleep on the bed with me. No shame.
0: That's really funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I have no shame. How uh, was your labor
0: day? You know what? Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh we went to Elich's on Sunday afternoon. <gasps> Fun. Spent seven hours at Ealich's.
1: That is a good long day. It
0: is a good long day. My kids are small enough that we were still in the kitty area, the mm-hmm. kids town or whatever it's called. Yeah. And we just had a blast. But it reminds me, Disney is Mm. the best thing you could ever do in your life when it comes to experiences like that.
1: Hands down. Right? Oh, yeah.
0: Like a Disney ride is way different than an amusement park ride.
1: It ruins you for every other amusement (laughs) park or ride or any carnival. No, this doesn't compare to Disney. This isn't Space Mountain. Yeah,
0: no doubt. So I have my wife who has never been to Disney. So (gasps) when I go to something like this, I'm like, Disney is just so much like, how is that possible? (laughs) They're just rides. Like, the Illichers used to be a Six Flags, you know, and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And Mm -hmm. they're great rides. They're fun experience. Of course. But it's nothing compared to going to the magical, most magical place on earth.
1: And it literally is. You walk in the park, and you're like, (laughs) I've been transported to a place that's very much like heaven. Yeah. It smells good. It looks beautiful. And it's just pure joy and fun the entire time.
0: So when I went in 2007, okay. It wasn't as magical because they didn't have coffee shops. They didn't have Starbucks <gasps> at this time.
1: That is terrible.
0: So Jay walking around Disney World <laughs> <laughs> looking for coffee was a pretty lame experience. <laughs> but I've heard I've heard that there's lots of Starbucks everywhere now. Oh,
1: yes. There are many.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll be okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But it wasn't as magical then.
1: Uh, no, no. Because
0: coffee stops were not included. Uh,
1: no, no. Yeah. Coffee. If the coffee wasn't there, I wouldn't have had a good time <laughs> We can be coffee snobs together. Yeah, I
0: had to, I had to go to Epcot, to the Morocco, <laughs> oh, to get good coffee.
1: Oh, no, Disney. Yeah,
0: like even in the morning, like eating breakfast, it was like machine coffee. Oh, so gross. Oh,
1: my gosh. No, 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 no. No, your Disney experience is made better by the food. If you can get some sort of Mickey Mouse-shaped something or a coffee, <laughs> then you're fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's no doubt, no doubt. And here's the thing with Disney, like... The food is so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's just fun because it's themed and yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait for the day that I get to go to Star Wars oh. and sit in that whole magical universe.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. I was there when they were just starting to build that. And oh. I was so bummed that we yeah. missed it because Star Wars is like, man, that's been an integral part of my entire life. I need to get back to that.
0: See, that's why we're friends.
1: Mm -hmm. I see.
0: It's not because we love dogs. It's because we love Star Wars and Disney.
1: And coffee. Yeah.
0: It's amazing that a place, it's sort of like Chick-fil-A, that they can take high schoolers Mm -hmm. and train them in such a way (laughs) (laughs) that they say, my pleasure, and they do everything right.
1: Amazing. It's
0: like, this does exist in the world. Mm
1: -hmm. We have something to learn from this, I think. I think
0: we do. (laughs) I think we do. It's like Chick-fil-A, you're just like, how do you... How does this high schooler know how to look in my eyes,
1: mm-hmm. listen, mm-hmm.
0: and then respond with my pleasure?
1: Right. And, like, like actually mean it. Yeah. Like I do genuinely, think it's their pleasure. Yeah.
0: Genuinely, like, be excited that you're there. Yeah. That's how Disney is.
1: Yeah. It is. That's how Calvary should be.
0: Oh, that's how Calvary should be. Mm-hmm. And now, if you get on the Erie campus, that is how it's, it is.
1: Oh, well, you know what? I'm impressed. <laughs> and I would say the same for the Boulder campus. And I yeah. think we can vouch for Thornton, too. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And on, online, because now that... We're we're jumping into a conversation here, but on Calvary Online, you're get coffee with stuff.
1: Oh, yes, exactly. There's
0: your picture on the front page.
1: Yeah, that was weird when I was getting that picture taken. I was like, this is cool. (laughs) (laughs) It is so fun, though, because, you know, you're new to the online campus. You want to get connected. That's kind of hard to do if you don't know, you know, who to connect with. So I love I have loved that opportunity to meet new people who are from all over the world. That is such a cool part of the online ministry mm. at Calvary that we're reaching people in Scotland, in Africa, you name it. And we get to have these spiritual conversations and ways to help people connect to the church.
0: That's pretty so amazing, cool. Steph. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Okay, let's, let's dive into it. So, Steph, you've been at Calvary for almost four years on staff yep. here. Now, your title is Director of Connections Boulder Campus, mm-hmm. which is really fun title. You're definitely gifted in that, I can just say. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so how did you get to Calvary and yeah. get a job at Calvary?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was attending another church in town for 14 years. I started when I was in middle school and wow. um, stayed there through graduation of high school, and then stayed on another seven years to lead with middle school and high school students, um, which was a beautiful experience. I loved my time with my small group. Those girls who I met when they were 11 are turning 24 oh this my year. Goodness. So figure that. Feeling
0: out. Feeling old? Oh, Feeling so old? old. Yeah, so
1: old. Um, so when I wrapped up my season of leading at the church um a couple years ago, I I was just um just worn out from a long season of ministry. I put my whole heart and soul into leading those girls and being really very invested into their lives. So um I was checking out a couple of different churches and my grandparents, Jay and Diana Schwartzwalter have been at the Boulder campus for 40 years now. And they said, Steph, come to church with us one week. My Mm. sister and my mom are going there too. And I thought, okay, I can't tell them no over and over and over again. I'll just go to church with them one week to say that I have, and then I'll never have to go to Calvary again. I think I went to Calvary one time as a child. I think I remember that. So I walk into church, and the way that I was welcomed by the people at the door I, my first thought was there's something different about this place because it wasn't the staff who was greeting me. It wasn't the staff who was saying, Hey, you know, get involved. We want to know who you are. It was the people sitting in the pews around me. And I kept looking around thinking, are these people for real? Mm. Do they actually care that this new person they've never seen is uh, among them? And they they did. They just wanted me there. They wanted to know me and it was so cool. And I, I went into this season of just refreshment at the boulder campus and started to get involved with young adults and leading with kids ministry and eventually leading on the connection team and then joined the staff two years later
0: really neat
1: The rest is history
0: so you were at this church for 14 years you said yep so how did you come to faith like what does that story look like for you
1: yeah so i was raised in a christian home and, like, I, I'm one of five kids. My siblings and I were all homeschooled, um, kindergarten through 12th grade. Okay. So our social outlet was church. Um, I was involved in choir and bell choir. Ooh, nerd alert.
0: Yeah, nerd alert for <laughs> sure. Bell choir. <laughs> bell
1: choir. Oh, yeah. I miss That's it.
0: A, Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, little
1: oh. known fact, everybody who listens to the podcast. <laughs> um. And youth group. So it was okay. very involved um, when I was in sixth grade. When I was about um, nine, I really started to question my faith. And um, our our household wasn't necessarily a place where it was super safe to ask questions about faith. Because um was just the phase of life that my parents were in. So I lived in this... Um, this place where I really was questioning the Lord from nine to um, about 14. Mm -hmm. And in my middle school years, I came to the decision that I probably was not going to believe in God Mm -hmm. because there were too many things in the world that were hard, Mm -hmm. too many things in my own life that were messy and painful. And it was easier to just not believe, but I couldn't, fully settle it. I couldn't fully walk away. So there was something in the back of my mind, in the back of my heart that said, but maybe, you know, my head says, God's not real. God, this isn't true. But something in my heart said, but I want to hold on. When I was going into my freshman year of high school, we went to a camp, a summer camp at our church. And the speaker presented the gospel in a way I had never heard it before. It was, it was amazing, exactly what I needed to hear. He came into the room for the talk on maybe the third night, and he had a burrito in his hand. He sat down at the table, and he said, guys, Jesus wants to have a burrito with you. And it was like the Holy Spirit opened my eyes because mm. that's the Jesus who I had been searching for. That's the Jesus who wouldn't let go of my heart, this God who wanted to know me, mm. this God who I didn't have to be perfect for this God who wanted my heart. And I remember going out on the last night of camp. They give us what I thought was like an hour of free time. It's probably 10 minutes right. to just sit and reflect on what you would heard. And I sat down next to this little tiny tree out in the wilderness in Colorado. It was wonderful. And I had this conversation with the Lord where I said, okay, I think based on what I've heard that you are real. And I think you're a God that I want to follow. But if I follow you, my whole life has to change because I'm not going to kind of follow you. I'm going to completely follow you. And I said, okay, I want to follow the Lord. And he and I had a great moment where he filled my heart. I felt this warmth fill my whole body and it was beautiful. And from then on, it's just been a journey forward.
0: That's amazing. Thanks so much for sharing. That's like honoring just to listen to your story and to hear so many different connections to how you came to know the Lord, mm-hmm. and a youth minister saying Jesus wants a burrito, which caught <laughs> your attention, <laughs> which your parents probably at the time were like, "Really, really?" You know what oh, I mean? But like work. that's what God does. <laughs> like, guess what? God he he intersects with us in the way we need to hear Him, yeah, not in a way we formulate yes. to know Him. Yeah, does that exactly. make sense? Yes. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I did come home, and my parents were like, "Steph, this is what." We have been um, telling you mm-hmm. for years, yeah. and I was like, well, this is how I needed to hear it, apparently.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Oh, man. It's so good, Steph, to hear that. So, you've been at Calvary for four years. Um, you've been the Director of Connections all these these four years, and what does the Director of Connections do around Calvary?
1: Yeah. I love my job because I have the opportunity to help people find their place at the church, Mm -hmm. to get involved in serving, to get involved in a group, in men's, women's ministry, in a life group, whatever that means, to really walk down the discipleship pathway that we have here at the church, where you come in the doors, you get known, and then you take steps in your faith whatever that means for your unique journey. Right. And that's that's my whole job. I get to work with a lot of people on staff across different campuses, mostly at Boulder, but it's really cool.
0: That is really cool. So when you talk about Director of Connections, what do you see God do the most around Calvary? What do you see the people need or desire, and what does God? where does God meet up on that?
1: Yeah, I think at Calvary, people really want community, and they want the word of God. Mm. Like that is, I I would say across the board, that's what people desire. They want to be in a growing community. Um, You know, and we grow when we're serving, we grow when we're in relationship. And that's, I think that's what I see most people seek out when they come to the church.
0: That's really neat. That's really neat that you sit in that position and get to see that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay. So now you've moved into this new season. COVID brought a new, technology for us here at Calvary mm-hmm. as we started to develop this online platform of Calvary Online, which has been just a journey to see so many people step in these places yeah. in this campus yeah. on a really quick notice. Yes. I remember the day that <laughs> you got invited into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now that you're, you're sort of the face of Welcome to Calvary yeah. on the Calvary Online, what do you think you see the most at the, on the online campus?
1: Yeah. I think, um, what's really cool about Calvary campuses is you see the, the same thing. People want to be known. Mm -hmm. They want to worship God. Mm -hmm. They want to learn about the Lord, study his Bible, open his word together. Right. Um, and we continue to see that online as well, just like we do in our in-person campuses.
0: Hmm. And now that you're in that space, what are you? What are you hopeful for the future with Calvary Online?
1: Yeah, I, I think the thing that I'm most hopeful for, I th- think our our team would say, we just want people to grow in their relationship with the Lord and with others at Cal- mm-hmm. in Calvary Online. That they would see this is my church, and these are the people that I am following Christ with. These are the people I'm serving the Lord with. Mm-hmm. That they would identify this is our place because we grow with others here. We meet with the Lord here and we get to serve with others to the glory of God.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's exactly what we do. Our mission is to build Christ in our communities. People fully devoted to loving God. Yes. Loving others.
1: No matter what campus you're on.
0: Yeah. No matter what campus you find yourself on, that's our mission. Yeah. That's really true. I love that stuff. That's really cool. I, I think it'd be really unique to be in your position to see, because many of us don't get to see those connections over our online platform. Right. But in the this day and age, 2021, 2020, because mm-hmm. that's when it started, mm-hmm. um, it's a really... What do you see the benefit of technology? How do you see the benefit of technology when the local church?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so... You know, like we've seen so many people from across the globe mm-hmm. tune into Calvary Online and call Calvary Online home. So that's a huge benefit. Mm. I think another thing that's really cool about the expanding online campus that we that we've dived into because of COVID is that um, all of us have busy lives, and sometimes, you know, due to kids' sports or whatever, it is really difficult for a season of time to go to church on Sundays. And you can still be involved with your campus, with with your church on Sundays. Calvary Online.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I hadn't thought about that very much. Like our shut-ins, our widows, exactly. um, those who are maybe medically can't make it to church. Mm-hmm. Those um, who are in a season where they can't yep. step in can still participate at calvary yeah in such a way yeah
1: you still get to be part of calvary maybe you attended one of the campuses before and now you can't maybe you never did but there's a church that is sitting there with you in your living room if you can't make it out of your house it's cool. there so That's, cool what a blessing yeah
0: what a gift that god made forced us even in a hard season to really fully develop that yeah. platform for calvary yeah crazy so crazy you need to think about 2019 when we when we prayed you know the 130 days of prayer oh my and you know we thought thornton was it Mm -hmm. and reality there's much more that god was doing yes with multiplying communities
1: oh yeah i remember when the first when we first started to say back in 2020 did God have two more campuses in mind that mm. we didn't even realize as we're doing this online ministry, that's all we can do. And we realized there, there is a fourth campus mm. at Calvary. And it's amazing because it's the Lord bringing beauty out of a season that was tremendous trial. And it's God um, in his authority, mm. bringing his plans to fruition.
0: That's right. His authority. Mm. So good, Steph. So good. Okay. So... We're in a series now, the book of Hebrews and it it's a really fun series this last week we talked about angels Woohoo. which was like you know as a <laughs> as a preacher that would be a really hard like I have a whole this whole section is just about angels right and it's not really about angels it's about Christ being greater than but that would look for me it' like wow that's <laughs> good luck with that. Right.
1: <laughs> Totally. He's like, I'm glad I'm not preaching.
0: Yeah, it's seriously, right? But so, you know, we're in this book of Hebrews, and what are you expecting to receive from the Lord as you journey through this book?
1: Yeah. Another little known fact, Hebrews is my favorite book of the Bible. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. It, is, it is one of my favorites, too. Yep.
1: Yeah, so good. I love that it's been so much time pointing back to the Old Testament mm-hmm. and that it really unpacks the reality of what Christ did when he died for us. That's, I think, the thing I'm most excited about is to continue unpacking what Christ's sacrifice meant to the people who lived in these Old Testament times, trying to understand who Christ is now, and that What we know about the Bible, it's relevant yesterday, today, and forever. So what does that look like for us? How can we take the beauty of Christ's atonement for our sin Mm -hmm. and apply it not just looking back, but apply it to what that means today, continually, and forever? Mm -hmm. Super excited about that.
0: That's so good. Yeah, that's one of the famous passages out here. Jesus is the same yesterday, today. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I think the book of Hebrews is— it's fun because of that. Like, if you've read your Bible, mm-hmm. um, if you've been in Sunday school class or you grew up in the church, Hebrews really speaks to you because of these long-ago stories that right. you might have buried somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't thought about in a long time. And it says, no, look look at this, but yeah, Jesus is great. Look at this, but Jesus, you know, and you're mm-hmm. just like, what are you doing? Right. Like, was this all of this was supposed to point to Jesus? Right. And it's yeah. really that great foreshadow yes. and shadowing of what was to come.
1: Right. And yeah. I love too, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, that our series is called Greater Than because mm. we get to continually every Sunday ask the question, do I think Jesus is greater than fill in the blank mm. that is happening in our day or the things that we elevate or those idols that we all have in our lives? Is Jesus greater than this for me?
0: mm that's amazing to think about. Yeah. And the book of Hebrews really solves that for right. us, right? Yeah. Over and over again. Even like this week, when we were talking about angels, yeah. it really was about Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. greater than them. hmm And yeah, I, I think I would agree with you. That's the book of Hebrews is what is God greater? What is Jesus greater than yeah. right now in my life? Yeah. And what have I put on thrones and placed mm. in high priority? What does my calendar say? Right. What is my... You know, I think as John Boyle has said it a few times, and maybe Thomas, maybe I'm not attributing to either one of them, but um, just give me five minutes to look through your checkbook and I'll tell you what you value. Mm,
1: so good. You know, like, yeah.
0: and that's what it really is about here. Mm-hmm. It's like Jesus is greater yeah. than fill in the blank. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the book of Hebrews, mm-hmm. like, it, from your perspective, one of your favorite books, right. if not your favorite. Mm-hmm. How would you how would you help people think about how to read through the book of Hebrews as we start this journey from chapter 1?
1: Yeah. I think one of the ways that I like to read scripture is to take a chapter a day. Start in the morning, read the chapter, and then really think about it throughout the day. Mm. Um, another great, like, always, if you have a study Bible, like, pull it out for Hebrews because it's that te- that text at the bottom that dives into special words or topics that the yeah. author is covering. That's super helpful. The big ideas exactly. of what's going on. Especially in a book like Hebrews, which is theologically very rich and uh and points so much back to the old testament i think um just chapter at a time is really good and then yeah don't be afraid to google hey what does this translation mean you know go to um biblegateway.com read those read some of the um
0: commentaries thank you yeah, yeah, no, I <laughs> do, I do what you do. or blue letter like yeah uh, exactly think, ink has those type of things yeah. too yeah
1: yeah what would you say
0: yeah that's a really good question i'm You know, I think Hebrews teaches us that some of these Old Testament stories are just the foreshadow of Jesus. And so, you know, when you come across them, make sure you take some time to go back and read them. Yeah. You make sure you're like, yeah, well-versed in what the actual author is trying to say. And some of that's prep before sermons. So, Mm -hmm. like, chapter 2 is coming up. Read chapter 2. If there's some cross-references, you need to go look through the Old Testament to be familiar with. Those are really important just like in chapter one with angels there's some major themes that need investigation before you even step into the conversation yeah
1: exactly I don't remember what chapter it's in but there's a long list of people who are great pillars of the faith Hebrews 11 Hebrews 11 I would say especially for that chapter uh, if you don't know the stories from the Bible, of those people that the author is pointing to, go and read them. Yeah. Because they're incredible, and they're so encouraging because these people were faithful in the midst of trial.
0: Yeah, trials, pandemics, plagues, Mm -hmm. government, upheavals, rumors of wars, wars, Right. all those. Hall of Fame is Hebrews 11. Uh Hall of Fame. That's how I always remember it. And, yeah, I would say if you want to start somewhere in – you know that's a great chapter to read. Some Old yep. Testament stories. Yeah, these—it's amazing to me that God, I, that God is never worried about the times and days we live in, because He has seen His people go through them over and over again, mm-hmm. from generation to generation. Yep. And the Book of Hebrews reminds us of that. Yep. Is that Jesus is greater than? Yep. Fill in the blank.
1: Yep. Amen
0: awesome. All right, yeah. Steph, thanks for your time today.
1: Yeah. So S- fun.
0: Super thankful that you're in the booth.
1: Woohoo! Super fun. Can't wait for next time. I
0: can't wait to bring joy in for your
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jay's excited to meet joy. Everybody. Yeah,
0: it'll be fun. Yeah. And, uh, thanks for the work that you do here at Calvary. Yeah. Just super thankful for you.
1: So fun. Thanks Jay. Th-
0: yeah. Thanks for giving your life to us and these people. Mm. It's a beautiful thing.
1: It's a gift. I love it.
0: Hey, Calvary, if you have any questions, follow up with us. You can always go to calvarybible.com. We love to get prayer requests from you. Love to be praying for you. Also, theweekly at calvarybible.com. Write us if you have questions about the book of Hebrews, something we reference that you're unfamiliar with. Write us here at theweekly at calvarybible.com. Above and be all, my friends, remember, remember that Jesus is greater than fill in the blank ponder that this week. That's what we'll be thinking about. We love you. Hopefully we'll see you very soon. Calvary. Talk to you later.